social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You are listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM, folks. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Joining right now, is uh, one of my siblings. She happened to be an independent columnist and writer and opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off, you know, boy, talk about a double standard. Um, the hat worn by a campaign person, basically going to run the campaign for a gubernatorial candidate. That, that There's no way to mistake that. That is insulting to police. It's wildly insulting to police. It's insulting to families. But you, they, you'd never get away with that if that was a MAGA hat. But I, I think it just shows uh, the tone deafness more of the candidate. And um, I'll give you a chance to explain to the listeners exactly what I'm referring to. Sure. And, and great to be with you, John. Um, so this is Sonia Chang Diaz. And she is, you know, one of she uh, has has served, is serving um, in the state. Uh, Senate, and she is, you know, considered a very viable on the Democratic side candidate for governor. And you're right, um, what came to be revealed in the past couple of days, someone she has hired as her campaign manager, uh, who, by the way, worked very closely at Markey's Senate campaign. Markey yep. went, you know, far left. He's worked with Ayanna Presley, who's in Congress, and the staffer was wearing uh, something called an ACAB. Yeah, hat, very is, familiar with it. Yeah. Right, a very BLM sympathizing all, yeah, motto. The, the nice tone is yes. all cops are bad, but it's more than that. Yes. Um, you really, you know, you see yeah. it spray painted. You saw a lot of it last summer. You still see it. It's kind of a calling card. It's even, unfortunately, universal, but it's um, it's beyond demeaning and insulting to right. police. It's a chant. And uh, so anyhow, pick it up from there. Right, John. And, you know, gosh knows you've done tremendous uh, oh, consistent reporting God. on all this. Uh, you stand really almost alone in the in the wider uh, press corps in Rhode Island of, of really tracking this. This is a large and significant movement. And so for someone who is going to run to be the governor of Massachusetts and oh. and also, John, her very, I would say, flippant and almost hostile answer to that. Yes. You know, it wasn't really like um, we all know, you know, I didn't appreciate that he was seen in social media or, you know, there could have been a way if you were trying to sort of lower the temperature on it. She it, it was sort of a very blatant way she responded to press inquiries about it. And, you know, I think, though, this is kind of um, the first sort of, uh, you know, strike over the bow here of where the the police unions, um, whether it's the Boston Police Department and the Mass State Police, in my view, uh, are need to not be afraid yep. to be a little more vocal about what they stand for, how they yes. operate. I've said this on your show many times, by the way, John, Massachusetts is held up as like the highest standard of being, of having very good record of not having racial incidents between police and, you know, That's right. uh, people arrested, by the way, their uh, standards are, they use as training for other departments around the country and their own other states. You know what I mean? So I think that's very fair to point out. So they're hardly cowboys who are like looking for trouble and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But she is, she is someone to watch because she is not an insignificant candidate. And I do think that uh, this would be a sharp left turn, not in a welcome way for Massachusetts for, um, I think someone like her is unabashedly, John, that that's yes. what I think is troubling people in some of the reporting about it um, is. this person. I mean, I think and she's, rightfully so. Right. Yeah. You know, and she's just sort of always globbing together. And I just want to finish with this. See, this is always what they is their calling card saying, oh, you know, Republicans and police unions, they're afraid of my candidacy already or something like that. You know, that's really her own um, 
you know, th- those are just uh, her own motto. And that's a way to just sort of that's her own code language, John, again, to like almost say, as, as a lot of the national reporting has gone in the past year or two or more, you know, the glut they'd want to say Republicans are racist and, you know, this is the charge and then police and then, and to have someone of her stature, that's what I find very worrisome, like yeah. out of the gate. So this, John, is the the rhetoric she's going to open the campaign with. So, mm. yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you why also it's significant. And again, folks, so speaking with Donna Perry is the ACAB, which is all cops. I'll say it again, the good version is bad, is it, it goes beyond, you know, this isn't about police reform. I, I've seen this. This is they, they almost, you know, preach and, and encourage violence towards police. And they, hmm. you know, there's cartoons that go along with that where they have. Yeah you know, a pig in a police uniform. And, you know, last summer when I would cover a lot of the Antifa stuff uh, in downtown Providence, there's always fire associated with it. And and so it's it's always wow. this theme of fire and destruction and arson. And in in, in a way, they, they fall short of of all, you know, death in, uh, to police. But but what what is also striking about this is, number one, she's running for governor. Number two, this campaign person, his photo of him wearing that hat, ACAB, it's still up on his Twitter profile, which means you had it right out of the box. They're unapologetic. Their yep. attitude is like, this is who we are and right. used to it. This, this is so Donna Perry. This is so different than, you know, Ted Kennedy known as the, the liberal lion of the Senate. This veers yep. even beyond this to me. It's it's not even like leftist progressive policies it's more of culture they're very big on you know burn down the system the systems need to be destroyed that it can't be revamped uh you know every police officer is corrupt yeah that to me especially in light of as you know what's going on right now where you know crime is just rampant in all these major cities i i think she can't duck out of this. And I think you'd also agree. Can you imagine the uproar if there was a campaign operative or a person who's going to run it who was wearing a MAGA hat? Well, that's right. right. And, and as you say, like the fact that so unapologetic, no, not even trying to do some sloppy, oh, I told him to take it down or, for no. you, or even that. I mean, we're way past that point. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how big her candidacy ultimately sells statewide um and and i do think i i will say when you see some someone like that with that kind of an approach the gossip that's going on of will marty walsh find his way back from washington that's right you know for the big rate i mean i i think people are keeping an eye on that because i do think um i don't think the state you know is ready to see that kind of far left move. And, and it's not even left, John, like, it's like, what is this? So you, yeah. you want to actually anyone who advocates like that, as we know, that's how cops get killed. That's yes. how they get assault, you know, right? right. Almost like assassinated in their cars. Yes. And we saw that uh, in New York and, and a couple happened. of times. Yeah. So for, for a major candidate um, and I, again, she's not just running for city council. I think it's very important for people to realize, I mean, it's a major candidate for the governorship, um, and it couldn't be a different departure from Charlie Baker, who will be outgoing. So it, it's I think it needs to be called out and we'll see if the media wants to give any more scrutiny to to something like that. Folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. Heating season is here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system energy efficient quiet and more affordable than you think if you're saying no gas guess what no problem let jkl engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter cools in the summer these units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent. they have the highest rebates in the market and they also do new installation replacement of high efficiency gas boilers jkl Carry a factory authorized dealer, licensed by the way in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. JKL's reputation, second to none. Call JKL Engineering today. Replacements, whether it's for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump, estimates are free, financing is available. 
both residential and commercial, called JKL 401 351 7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. This winter, you can depend on JKL Engineering 401 351 7600, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate. 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. We're speaking with influencer, opinion maker, it is uh, Donna Perry. <laughs> DJ, I'm curious your thoughts on, uh, I think it's interesting, Baker, Governor Baker, he is not bowing to the statewide mask mandate as much as, you know, obviously the, again, I'll say the far left, but there there are some that are calling for that. Uh, and Governor Ted Lamont, the, the governor of Connecticut, Ned Lamont, excuse me, yes. he's also not going for it. What, what are your thoughts on, Baker said instead, we're going to get more testing out, but seemingly you know what what i think is interesting is he had said that one of the reasons he wasn't going to run for for re-election is he, he, he and i'll take him at his word he thought COVID, it's tough you don't want to get caught up in the politics of it mm-hmm. uh you don't want to make decisions just because then you're trying to seek re-election i'm just curious what i mean businesses are cheering him on but uh his decision governor baker not to institute the statewide indoor mask mandate the way they the governor of new york has Right. And, and I think, I mean, I applaud him. I hope he can just keep holding his ground. And I yeah. would say this, look, you're not running for re-election. Right. So I think you should do what you believe is the right thing for the state. John, I think all of talk like that. I'm not surprised the Boston Globe editorial page because they, you know, they liked when kids weren't even in school and, yes. and there. But I uh, applaud him. But he needs to hold his ground because I think all of that symbolizes we're going backwards with this thing. Uh, we're coming up on two years, you know, and late this winter. Um, and I think it's very, it's damaging and it's not needed. I, I right. find it very troubling in a general way, if I can yeah. say that, that look, whether it's Rhode Island, Mass, or anywhere else, this overreaction, in my yeah. view, to just this one variant, I think it's very concerning, John, because it it's a mindset that has taken hold that you were, this could go on for years. So oh, are yeah. we going to live like this for years? Right. I, I think a couple of things uh, of why he is holding his ground. He needs to do that. First of all, again, by most standards, even if you want to look at the more, you know, cautious national uh, health officials, a lot of them say it's the peak of the winter. You have flu th- in mixed in with all this. Right. And these numbers will reduce. And I also think, if the number one, you know, tool in the toolbox, whether it's from Biden or any governor, is the vaccines, how in the heck do you keep making the case that the vaccines are effective if you keep going backwards and say, you know, oh, gee, we have to have a statewide mask mandate and no one should be able to go in to stop and trap without a mask and this and that. I, I just think it's, it's a mindset takes hold and it's hurting very much the ability to get back, uh, certainly from, from major businesses. It was just announced, I think, in the past day, by the way. So the downtown Boston headquarters of Fidelity, not, not a small company, is go- they announced they would now stay shut for that's two right. employees for the winter. Yep. Maybe it's just for that period of time. I think that's a shame. And I think it's, yeah. see, John, like it's not just the corporate office deciding. The public sees this, you know, uh, constant drumbeat 
the media, they can't stop themselves. They keep, you know, and I think it's out of proportion. Of course, everyone wants to be safe, but if you're going to get the unvaccinated to feel that they need to be vaccinated, then I think you actually should not take steps like that. Cause again, you're like punishing the vaccinated. That's correct. You know? So I don't see how that helps anything. And I think it's unnecessary. And again, I just think, um, you know, there has to be a new mindset to go forward. There's probably going to be variants. Who knows? And they're going to go around the world. And I think like, and I will say um, there has been, there was notable thing. I don't know. It was the past few days. um, Wall Street Journal was reporting, let's say a big corporation like JP Morgan in New York. Now I think this is a shift in thinking and I think it's kind of smart so they have said to their employees that, that everyone who's vaccinated, they want in the office and you do not wear a mask when you're at work at their company. Yeah. And I think that's, a, it sounds like, well, okay, you know, but John, I think that's actually a very big obstacle. And a lot of the surveys have shown people have said, I would come back in, but I don't want to work for eight hours at a mask. That's right. And so I think that's a smart uh you know, direction to go. I think other corporations need to do it. And the reason they made a lot of it is because New York's governor, you know, I think is trying to increase mask wearing indoors. And I think they're saying, if our company is 98% vaccinated, please do not tell us that the employees need to do that. Yeah. And I think the corporations, John, actually have to start getting a lot more aggressive and push back. I agree. Yeah. And also, you know, there's no pushback on I, I go back to those that we're talking about remember the college students that were down at spring break and saying right Boy, if they don't like the mask, they're going to hate the ventilator and uh, chastising them in this thing mm-hmm. of oh you know teachers they better fill out the will before they go back into the classroom and then there's no they were wrong they, they were, were wrong. wrong you don't have college students filling the hospital you didn't have teachers and students you know dying as kids were back in the classroom no but there's they they are an unrelenting crowd that they they don't seem happy unless everyone's locked down everyone's in lockstep i also want to ask you and again folks especially with donna perry this is a little bit off the beaten track but to me it's one of those things where you have someone who's obviously very you know smart and intelligent but then just you know and i'm talking about the mayor of boston uh mayor Wu, who said yeah i i take the tea and what we need is people all need to start talking to each other and having these incredible conversations on the tea. And, right. and, and the first thing that happened with these young women that commute on Twitter, like absolutely not the last thing I need are these strange guys feeling that they should be talking to me and I have to talk back to them. And, you know, it's we're leering like, at them. Yes. The like, Hey, what's the matter? The mayor said we're supposed to talk to each other. Oh. You know, the, these people like, like you're living in this progressive haven of, isn't this incredible? We're all like having Starbucks and we're having these incredible conversations on the way to work. That if, if anything, with all the germs and everything, people shouldn't be like doing a lot of talking and, and so well, forth. that that's right. And, you know, I think Michelle Wu it's going to play out, John. She's very young. She's in her mid thirties. Now, nothing against that, but I think that, you know, she, in many ways, she kind of became a media darling. Um, You know, she is the first Asian uh, American. Okay. And, and female. Um, But she almost has this ideological, you know, kind of bent to a point where it's like, look, no, but you've been asked to run a city. You're not right. on like some little, you know, subcommittee of the council. And, and right. so I, I think it's going to be interesting how she plays out. And if she looks, um, just going to say, up for the job. Because, you know, the, just to your point, like, that's not what a discussion about the tea needs, John. This is that the is person not. who wants to say there's going to be all free Yes. fares on the tea john they yeah. can't afford it no they're, they're still trying to fix it upgrade it you know a city like boston is great lovely it's a big engine but it's a colonial city and, and it's got a lot of aging infrastructure you know yeah. I, I people have to hold her feet to fire and say no we want to hear you talking about how the tea's going to run and look like it's the 21st century yes <laughs> you know yeah. on time and, and yeah and, uh, better effective equipment. and efficient instead of you know, I think it'd be great during snowstorms if everyone would just like have, give each other neighbors coffee and start talking to each other. And 
that's not what that's not what people want out of government. That's not in right and I or or struck a leader by, of a big city or the leader know? of a big city. Um, I, I was just struck by the number of professional women saying, you know what, I, I'd like to take it because it's fast. The last thing I need are all these strangers then making me right. feel like I have to have conversations with them, let alone right. strange men. And and people are acting odd these days anyway. Donna, before we go to the break, right now, any thought to the odds? I I would tend to think that at some point. I'm going to go first. I think sometime in January that that Marty Walsh raises his hand and say, Mr. President, uh, I, I think I'd like to run for for governor of, of Massachusetts. Yeah. I right. I mean, I don't see him staying in that job. No, I, I no. mean, I think he is 100 percent right. He's a yeah. he's a creature of the city and the state. I yeah. think he would. He could be I think he would be a pivotal person to get into that race, especially yeah. we were discussing um, you know, Chang Diaz. And, and I think, uh, yeah, like I don't see him loving, you know, when you're running a major department of the U S government after a while. So he took it, um, Biden wanted to put, I think that was John in a way to lock down union support for Biden, which I think it might surprise people, but, um, many, many, uh, unions around the country, they liked Trump. And um, yeah. so, you know, I think Biden, th- there was a need to kind of lock some of that down. And Marty Walsh is, you know, a very, in, you know, entrenched sort of yeah. uh, public governor. Also, uh, good time to get off the Titanic, which we'll, we'll talk about in just a moment. Right. Folks, a lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred Henry Oil serving most Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today four zero one five two one zero two hundred. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, residential and commercial. It's Henry Oil. Give them a call. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Go with the original. Go with the best. It's Henry Oil. We're speaking with Donna Perry, uh, DJ, uh, you know, I don't want to belabor too much, but boy, the, the Biden-Harris between <laughs> the fact that her pro- approval ratings keep going even lower, she is just a dysfunctional. What, what do you make of the White House basically asking for private meetings with the media, saying that they, they thought the coverage of them was was pretty negative and they were looking to get more more positive coverage? Well, I, <laughs> I mean, you, you tell me that is something you don't come to it lightly. It's a difficult conversation, I think, to have with certain members of the media. It obviously then leaked out, which doesn't look good. But it also it tells me that they're not fully accepting the reality that we're living in. And they feel like, you know, let's let's spin it that this is not happening like this. Well, right. And, and see, that's the thing. I Well, first of all. They privately have to have to be panicking. I mean, he's yeah. what the Newsweek poll was he under thirty yes. oh, percent? Yeah. It was a crazy like twenty eight percent approval. Um, so I think there is they, they're almost like they're racing around these issues, John. And as you say, and I, I mean, this idea that you know they're going to kind of coach the press and show them different sets of economic data. I think some of it was like that. And, you know, they're trying to diffuse that, that like they see this drumbeat of in, the word inflation. They're trying to like, let's get that off the screen every day. You know, um, you can't like it, John, like they have just calculated. His team has obviously calculated all this pro- as opposite as correctly as you can be. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, and he's that's just where it's at. I mean, everyone under inflation is not oh. corporations. But by the way, which, you know, that he'll do anything. He's the most pandering president we've ever seen. He's always pandering yep. to certain groups. And that's, yes. it's a voting strategy. And then when they, they the other card they always pull out is let's make the rich private sector the, you know, the boogeyman. Right. So then they were trying to say, oh, well, companies are 
extorting prices or the oil companies are doing. That's why gas is high at the pump. Um, and I don't think the public is buying it. And I think, no. John, it, it's there's a larger problem for them. And you have hit on this many times. Like there just is some public when you, people in the public light, the, you know, the, the average person, they're very busy. They don't all have credentials or know everything about Washington, but they just get what they just get it about the way someone comes across. And yep. he's weak. He, yeah. I'm sorry, it's not to be mean, John. He always looks uncertain of what yes. he's saying with a camera yeah. on his face. And when you're the president, uh, you know, Reagan famously said decades ago, 90% of it is, is like show business theatrics. That's right. And 10, right? Like Reagan said, he, he didn't know how we would have ever done the job if he hadn't been an actor earlier, mm. <laughs> because it's all about like stagecraft and Biden. I'm sorry. He's just terrible at those he moments. Is. He's not effective. And, no. and he's and lost the I've confidence noticed. of the public. I mean, yeah. And maybe even of his staff. I, they seem to be managing him more than he's leading. Right. Yes. Like every yes. event is not a moment to turn the corner, or turn it up. It's almost as if, you know, and, and lack of a better analogy, but it's like, they're dealing with someone almost the way you would handle someone that maybe has a substance abuse problem. You're just trying to get through, you know, the dinner, the, the event. event, the yeah. holiday, the birthday party, whatever the situation may be. There, you can almost feel a collective sigh of relief when he walks off. Everyone's shouting questions. He doesn't take any. He knows the direction to walk off. He read it the way he's supposed to. You, you, this is not, you're just not leading a country this way. He certainly hasn't united the country. And, and COVID has has really thrown them because it's like they, they really aren't sure yep. what to do at, at this point. They, you know, they, and to their, you know, dismay, they, they made it political. He and Harris did, you know, she said famously, I'd be curious. I'd be very cautious about taking a Trump vaccine. Uh, that didn't help the situation, but you, you don't see a lot of confidence down in Perry. And on top of that, how about it? I mean, even the hardcore Democrats are laughing at the thoughts that they're saying he may run for reelection in 2024. Right. <laughs> I mean, which now opens up the door between Mayor Pete and Harris now, and they're all competing. And who is going to run in in 2024? But this is this is going to be a long haul. I would say all of that. I totally is correct, John. And I would say if they want to do something dramatic, and and this is just from my old PR self, John. I would have said to them, "You need." to create a different title for Fauci yeah. and you need to no, really. And like, yes, a, and point. quietly shove him aside. Yeah. I really mean that. I think they should elevate someone else yes. to be the pandemic go-to guy. Yes. And I actually think if they really thought it through, John, that could help them. Yes. He's not, he just, it's the same He's old not, tired interview. Um, He's regurgitating. Right. Again, this is the day and age we live in, John. 90% it of it, you are a master of understanding broadcasting. It's 90% that. It and is. he, the minute he comes on the screen, John, yep. what does the average weary uh, person say? Oh, not it, this guy again. Yeah, and here comes bad news. Yep. Right? I mean, you're, that, you know, that's a very, very good point. Donna Perry, as you know, um, I'm big on the Sunday morning shows. I, I watch all of them. I want to get your thought on, on Chris Wallace. What I find interesting about it is, now again, I, I watch This Week of Stephanopoulos, and because of the way you can tape things, I actually watch all of them. I'll watch that. I'll watch Fox News Sunday. I'll watch Meet the Press and so forth. But I stopped really watching Fox News Sunday because he, Chris Wallace, to me, and, and I don't know if it's him personally, if it was President Trump or just Fox in general, but he, he just always seemed unhappy and prickly. That was just my perception hmm. to the point where I stopped watching him. I think it's good that he's leaving. Um, you know, granted, you know, a lot of credit. He did moderate the debates. I thought he kind of got lost in the weeds a little bit yeah. in the first one where Trump was like out of his mind that first debate with Biden. But right. he um, and again, you know, obviously incredible career and certain times. But there's something to be said for someone who's new who would really be into it who wants to take it and run with it and he just um i i i want to get your thoughts but i i don't think it's a bad idea i mean i don't know whose idea it was but i 
I think it's better for all parties involved. I really do. I, I would I totally agree. And I, I think yeah. I have always picked up from him, as I think is what you're saying, too. He's always kind of walked this difficult line, John, where it's almost like he was not 100% comfortable or something right. of being like in the Fox brand. And yeah. I, I, one thing about Fox is unapologetically Fox. And, right. and I think actually that's what viewers like from them. Yes. They, they're not going to get a watered down, oh, no. you know, we'll, we'll justify this. They, that's what they are. They're like, no, we, we call it like we're saying it. And I do think that, and he, boy, I mean, he did very well. A lot of contracts there. Hasn't he been there almost yeah. 20 years, 18 yeah. years? So, um, and to his credit, I will say, one, one thing I did feel, unlike, it can't even compare to like the CNN, you know, DNC host, but like he definitely had some, some major heated interviews with prominent Democrats. And I yes. will give him that. He was unapologetic about that. Yeah. So, you know, I would say if CNN would ever like to return to being, I don't know, like news organization, you know, right. maybe there's there is kind of speculation that behind Jeff Zucker's head, you know, there are other higher ups who are beginning to feel like CNN needs to return to the center for their own. Yeah. I don't know. Ratings, or whatever. And I I think that could be uh, a favorable they've thing. Kinda, they've lost their way. They've lost and their way. Easy easy to do yeah. you know lemon last night don lemon is now saying i i don't think fox should be allowed into the white house press briefing how that is a topic for discussion is is just you know beyond me that's yeah that's i don't know where they're going with that and also donna perry it's interesting brian williams also had his final birthday. quite a Very dramatic <laughs> yes. i don't recognize the nation i'm living i mean it's you know, you're making million dollars you know millions a yeah, year yeah john so almost forth. 30 um, years with nbc and but you know, at the ahead. same time, listen, he he was the uh, the London Bureau correspondent, yep. worked his way up. He had a phenomenal gig going as the NBC anchor until ran into some problems with some of the stories. Lester right. Holton. But uh, I'm, I'm not convinced we've seen the end of Brian Williams because he still has a lot of fans and he is still very good on tv he he's ex well and yeah. one thing i'd like to see that maybe the msnbc again john i think these people are very you know impacted by the brand that they think they're supposed to the, the flag they think they're carrying right they like are. i think yes. what msnbc turned into yeah. it's not what remember he was the center of msnbc yes. way back when they built it so i mean i remember a brian williams who would actually be witty very witty yep. Um, fast on it could be very fun and funny on the air. I think he, you know, somewhere along the line, he lost all that. He took a big, let's face it, you know, we, that was a big step down. You, you're was. the big nightly guy. And okay. So then I think he felt like he just had to be like far left or whatever, carrying the Democrats flag and humorless in my view. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it may be some of these kinds of people if they go, to we'll see what he lands at, but he is an excellent broadcaster. He's head and shoulders above when something dramatic happens. I mean, no offense, but like Rachel Maddow to me, oh, you don't, God. you know, if you have a nine 11, I think you'd want like him in the chair yes. to carry the, you know, the coverage, you know? Yep. I mean, so he's all that. I, I think the nature of his remarks on leaving is kind of characteristic of what a lot of, I will just say this, a lot of these major, anchors of what I'd call what were the legacy networks, John. Mm. Let's face it, when when Trump began to catch on, yep. whether it's Brian Williams or a lot of these other people, they they were like mystified yeah. <laughs> in a way that he was catching on. And and yep. I just think what still is true to this very moment, they have ne a lot of these major people in the business, they have never tried to dig under the surface, do unbiased investigating and say how and why did right. trump so he really connect connected? john yeah. as we know with hundreds of millions of he americans has. and yes. he he just did and it's not just because they knew who he was or you know he's uh you know he has a, a difficult that. personality he struck a chord he struck a chord because yeah. he somehow connected there are millions of americans who feel left behind yeah. they feel left out john they they are part of the middle class 
Mm-hmm. And and they're the ones who could say, well, sometimes I don't recognize the country. That's right. You know, so I think. Excellent point. You know, Williams has it kind of backwards because he's always yeah. been part of that Washington establishment. He has. So anyway. Folks, again, always a good conversation. She is uh, an influencer and independent voice. It is Donna Perry. DJ, great job. And we will talk to you again. Great to be with you. Propane Plus for heating and cooling. Call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359. And in Rhode Island, 401 401- 885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. To check out our website, dipetro.com, dipetro.com, which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Centerdale Revival, Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards, the Centerdale Revival. Delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop it and see them. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Listening to the John DePietro Show, folks, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, he is rapid response for the uh, Republican National Committee. It's our friend Tommy Pigeot. And, and Tommy, if I didn't know any better, my, my goodness, this type of inflation, when is the last time Americans saw the type of inflation we're experiencing right now? Uh, we're talking about the 1980s. Uh, we're, we're talking many, many, many decades ago. The consumer prices were at a 39-year high. So really the beginning of the 1980s, the tail end of Jimmy Carter, when Reagan had to come in and fix the mess that Jimmy Carter left behind. It really is disastrous. We're not, nothing that we've seen in modern times. And it comes after Biden was talking about how this would be transitory. So the producer prices, which is another in, indicator of inflation, has been at record highs for the past eight months, every single month. It has reached a new record high. And for months, through all that time, that's when he said it was transitory. So I'm glad he's finally decided, his administration, that it's time to retire that word and recognize that inflation is here to stay. But unfortunately for the American people, that's just too little too late. Tommy, as far as inflation, I mean, that, that's not something easily handled. Um, they seem to be in denial on it. What, what do you make of the fact that, that their new talking point is saying that this is all corporate greed that's causing it? Well, I think that's a bit ridiculous. I mean, obviously, we should, if there's ever, you know, documented incident instance of corporate greed, of price gouging, et cetera, that should be looked into, and that that is. But the idea that somehow uh, economy-wide inflation is based off of corporate greed is just the next uh, desperate straw they're trying to grasp at. I mean, and, and it's revealed by the fact that they were denying that it existed for months. So do they all of a sudden decide to wake up yesterday and decide corporate greed was the issue? It's just they're moving from thing to thing. This isn't actually thought out. And what Biden said when this um, the consumer prices number came out was suggested that the prices had peaked, that the price hikes had reached their height. But that also is not supported by the evidence. We had producer prices, like I mentioned, which were at 9.6%. And the reason why that indicator matters is because – that usually comes before consumer prices, meaning that consumer prices and those increases haven't peaked. They're likely going to keep going up. So Biden is just going from one light to the next. So when he blames corporate greed, I think it's just important to remember that he's been wrong for months. 
on every single level. So he has no credibility on this issue. Folks, again, we're speaking with Tommy Pigeot, who is Rapid Response Director for the Republican National Committee. And Tommy, one more note on inflation. What is the point of, uh, you know, giving higher minimum wage and paying higher wages for people if it, it doesn't even seem that, that they're keeping pace with just the price of of regular day, every week expenses cost? Well, I think that's an extremely important point. When Biden goes out there and he says wages are up, and he's actually said that wages are increasing faster than inflation. And, and again, that's a flat-out lie. If you actually look at real wages, which is where you account for inflation when you look at wages, real wages are down by 2.3% according to calculations from Axios. 2.3% they're down, and he's out here claiming that wages are up It's just another flat-out lie. And to your point about the minimum wage and all these other giving people money, if you just arbitrarily do that without increasing productivity, if you do that in a way that just wastes that money, if you do that in a way that just says, I'm going to flood the system with more money, we end up exactly what's going on now. The Democrat uh, answered everything. is just to pour more money at it without actually thinking, what are the consequences? What's going to happen? Is this actually going to help people? They just waste and waste and waste and waste while they just take – more money for Washington, D.C. So we're seeing the impacts of that. We're seeing wages going down. So when they say they're the party of workers, just remember that every single American, including the poorest Americans who are most impacted by this, are seeing their wages go down because of their reckless spending. Now, Tommy, at the same time, uh, people in major cities, we're seeing these uh, elements of crime that, first of all, you know, places like New York, you'd have to go back to the 70s. You're seeing these uh, large-scale smash-and-grabs, uh, they're so brazen, the shoplifting. Is it is it people's imagination or is, is crime just spiraling out of control in America right now? It really is. And I think we're seeing, unfortunately, report after report that indicates that um, Axios uh, did a study recently that showed that 12 major U.S. cities had reached all-time homicide highs. And it wasn't even the end of the year yet. You had Chicago, again, not even at the end of the year yet, reaching the highest homicide rate since the 1990s. You see these smashing grabs, which are really, in my mind, kind of unprecedented. I've never seen anything like 80 people storming a Nordstrom's and 20 people storming a Home Depot in order to get sledgehammers to storm the next store. I mean, it really is just it's I've never seen anything like this. And it, the response from Democrats has been a complete failure. They implemented these policies that are, have coddled these criminals with these uh, eliminating cash bail policies, putting uh, criminals back on the street, refusing to prosecute many crimes in San Francisco, for example. They don't prosecute you if you steal something like less than $900 from a store. So what they do is they just send 20 people into a store to steal $859 worth. So it's really ridiculous policies, and Biden supports these policies. He's nominated people to the Justice Department that have supported the fund the police. He has refused to stand up to these Democrats. And Saki has cited COVID as the reason for this organized crime, which is ridiculous. It's like she thinks that a sudden urge to loot Home Depot is a symptom of COVID. I mean, it's really just beyond the pale, and it's it's one failure after the next, and every American sees it, but it's just another example of Biden trying to deny reality and trying to tell people, the American people not to believe their own eyes. And, Tommy, before I let you go, I want to just get your reaction to President Biden announcing he's very confident Democrats will win the midterms next year, and he's also very confident that he will run for re-election in 2024. Well, I don't know where he's getting that confidence from. Uh, Republicans, I think, if last November is any indicator— there's going to be a massive red wave in 2022. But I do want to preface that we're not taking that for granted. And I think it's a time for every American that's concerned about this country to get off the sidelines and really get to work. We've already made over 12 million volunteer voter contacts ahead of the midterm elections. We were active in Virginia and New Jersey. But I think one indicator that should worry Biden and worry the Democrats is in Seattle. Last November, they elected a Republican district attorney for the first time in decades in Seattle. So if they can do it in Seattle, I think Democrats should know it's coming across the country. But we're putting in the work, and if we have anything to say about it, Biden will be eating his words in about a year. Folks, he is Tommy Pichot, Republican National Committee, rapid response to... If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver people texting and driving if you're ever in an accident pick up the phone call west fountain auto body 
3340. They are located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Autobody, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Autobody today. 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and... If you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, joining us right now, as much as people think of the holidays, and Christmas, and all the excitement and a new year that it could bring on, uh, people think that they should be happy. It actually can, uh, there's people dealing with some very difficult feelings, and there's been an epidemic of, uh, of grown men and middle-aged men taking their own life. And Dr. Rob, who specializes in this, and Dr. Rob, I think one of the first things is it's family members or maybe people see someone at a holiday party or just know of someone and they they want to reach out and, and find out just how someone is, is doing mentally during the holidays. Yeah, it, it's pretty common for some, some people to be really distressed at this time. And the most important thing you can do is to let somebody know you care. Just to say, hey, it seems like you're really struggling. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, would you like to talk about things? Um, let's sit down in a quiet place and, and just have some time together and, and try to see what's, what's happening here. Um, so that's, that's really important. Your expression of care can restore hope to people who are feeling pretty hopeless sometimes. So very and, important. And, folks, this leads to this website that Dr. Rob's going to direct people to. We've been doing this now over several months. We're going to continue into the new year. And uh, it's it's mantherapy.org. And Dr. Rob, you know, again, as I said, people see, oh, I, I should be happy, and they see the lights and Christmas. But this time of year and a new year, it, it can emote, uh, bring up a lot of past memories. Uh, you know, people even refer to it as ghosts of Christmas past. We remembered when you were a child, and then you think of maybe there are people that are no longer with us. And, and for varying different reasons, it, it can actually be a very difficult time for people mentally. It can be, and uh, middle-aged men particularly in general are, are very resistant to seeking help sometimes. And there's a certain stigma about going to see a therapist or going to even see your own doctor sometimes. Um, so one of the resources that people need to know about is this uh, web- website called mantherapy.org, where you can just anonymously go to the website and check out your own mental health status. That's what's called a 20-point head inspection that helps a guy figure out Am I just being stressed or are they really suffering from depression or, or some other mental uh, health challenge? Um, and there's lots of resources listed on there, too. It, it, in the first place, it's a very humorous uh, site with lots of funny videos, but there's also some really valuable resources available there, too. And, again, you don't have to face the stigma of uh, seeing somebody going into a, a therapist's office or something. So just go to a website. Go to the website of mantherapy.org and, and check it out. It's really a lot of value there. Folks, we speak with Dr. Rob. And Dr. Rob, not only that, but because there is a website and there's a link, people could either send it through text message, they could send an email. I received a nice email from this woman that hadn't seen a brother in a while, talked to him, did not sound good, did not sound like himself. And after our conversation, she she just sent him the, the email. She didn't have to talk about it. She just sent him the email and the link and then uh, and it, it turned out that, that there was something much deeper that's going on. So um, that is one portion of this. And, Dr. Rob, you've also been so good and such a leader on leading people. People think about taking a CPR course, but there's even a course that people can take to look for warning signs when there's someone who has kind of lost their way. Yeah, this course is called QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And it basically teaches any any adult citizen how to recognize that a warning signs that someone might be thinking about suicide. And then it uh, helps them to be able to answer the question directly. Uh, are you thinking about taking your life? Or are you thinking about suicide? And then let me help persuade them to let you help them get some help. 
uh, just as a friend or a neighbor or a co-worker, not a professional, but just somebody who cares about them, and then to refer them appropriately. Uh, it's important to realize that not everybody who might be thinking about suicide needs to go to the emergency room. Not everybody needs 911 called. Uh, so this teaches you how to do this. It gives you some real tools. And as I said, how to recognize first and how to respond that someone may be thinking about suicide. It's been studies have shown it really saves lives. Folks, again, it's the website is mantherapy.org, and I want people to understand that this is the age group that this really focuses on is middle-aged men. There's been rampant. Uh, it's, it is an epidemic of uh, middle-aged men that have been taking their life. It doesn't have to be that way. So whether it's a spouse or a friend or a co-worker, whoever it may be, mantherapy.org, we're going to continue our conversations with Dr. Rob into the new year. Dr. Rob, I want to thank you once again for your expertise, expertise, sensitivity in talking about it and dedication to it. You are literally saving lives, and thank you, thank you for agreeing to continue our conversations. Well, I'm delighted to, John. I really appreciate all your support and help in this. It's the, I think it's a great service to the community, and thank you so much. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health, because it's your health. But It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church, diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's My Health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401 732 6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website recooganheating.com. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, call RE Coogan and Heating today. 401 732 6562. It's Coogie. 401 732 6562. Again, look for them on Facebook and then the website recooganheating.com. Call now. Keep your home nice and warm. Gas, oil burners, 24 emergency service, recooganheating, 401 732 6562.